84 at 338 miles an hour. Mike Salinas just went 300 to the eighth. The first driver ever to go 300 miles an hour at the eighth mile, and he is going to pick up. So it was 31 years ago that the quarter mile, 300 mile an hour barrier was broken by Kenny Bernstein, and you just did it in an eighth of a mile. What are your thoughts about that, buddy? Well, we've been working on something. we got a bunch of things we've been working on. We've been close three or four times in testing, never in competition. Um, Red Line Oil did it. Red Line Oil, Valley Recycling, Valley Services. It is awesome. This is These are the things that we're out here for. You know, Pleasanton Ready Mix, Adams Pools, love you guys. You know, this is what it's all about right there. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. 300 miles an hour to the eighth. The milestone has been broken. Oh, I haven't said this in a while, but welcome to another episode of the Nitro Performance Guy. It's fall edition. It's the countdown. And I've been quiet, folks. I know I've been quiet. Uh, but let me be honest with you. I needed a break. I needed a break. This is a long break. Uh, I think our last show was before Norwalk uh, during the summer. And now... Uh, St. Louis is coming up this weekend So that's quite a break But Listen, I started a new job And it was just too much There was a lot more uh, You know, contributing to why I was silent But those that know Will know and those that don't Don't need to Um, The point is I needed a break And here we are back again It's going to be a little different Uh, They're not going to be as long uh, Because, you know they're not going to be as long. doesn't matter. Uh, but we had some incredible performances over the last couple of weeks. It really, I mean, since the U.S. Nationals. I mean, we, we're seeing some incredible performances. And we know how these cars perform when, when it's cool out. But, I mean, they, they've been going over the top lately. I mean, even this past weekend, we got our first 300-mile-per-hour run to the eighth mile. So in 660 feet... A car went 300 miles per hour, 300.80 miles per hour. And then Antron, who's they said has done this before, 299 to the eighth mile in the same session, in the same session. So we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're not going to go in and, and dissect everything like we used to do. We're just going to go in and hit some talking points because, you know, you know, it, you know, whatever. So we're seeing some really, really close drag racing in Nitro, Funny Car, and Top Fuel right now. I mean, Top Fuel speeds right now are incredible. I mean, Mike Salinas has cracked the top 10 speeds. He's the only man on the top 10 speed list. We know Brittany Forrest has all the other ones, but 338 flat is what he ran this past weekend, but... He's been running the big speed, and they've been working on this. They, he said they've been working on this this 300 to the 8th uh, combination. So, you know, we got, we got some things to talk about today, folks. I mean, we're talking about points. We're talking about all kinds of things. So let's, let's keep it in order. We're going to talk about the huge speeds. We talked about Salinas being the first 300 to the 8th mile, uh, and they said, like I said, they've been working on it. And... Um, it's cool. It's, that's very cool to see that it was Mike Salinas and not who we expected to do it, you know? Uh, Brittany Forrest and David Grubnick and the rest of the team over there. Uh, Bob Tasca. How about Bob Tasca's funny car right now? Like, when that Motocraft quick lane Ford Mustang pulls up to the starting line, you know it's, it can run with 
the the heavy hitters in Nitro Funny Car class. Like it's, you know, we're talking about his name with the Matt Hagens and the Robert Heights, the cars that we know are going to go out there and take advantage of the com uh, of the of the track conditions most of the time. You know, sometimes they miss. It happens, but. I mean, even with them this past weekend, we got we got Robert Height, who is determined to win a championship this year. Um, you know, they lost it by that much last year, three points. So they're taking every advantage they can when it concerns. They're taking advantage of every point they can by, you know, lower the session, you know. He got number one qualifier this weekend by one thousandth of a second over Matt Hagen, who ran a 382. We haven't seen numbers like this in Nitro Funny Car since they stood the headers back up, folks. They used to let allow the funny cars to lay the headers back, and they were using the thrust from the header pipes to propel the car forward. Where, as you, if you've a long time listener, you know they were doing half track wheelies like. At, at, at over 250 miles an hour. So naturally the sanctioning body stepped in and said, yeah, yeah, we need to stand these headers up a little bit. Uh, but now we're starting to get back to those speeds and, and it's purely off of the performance or off of the, the performance of the tune-up. It's not just the headers helping out the, the car to, to move. So I, I think that that's crazy. Mike Salinas also says somebody's going to go 340 this year. I be, you know, I believe it. You know, he said he was going to do, he wanted to be the first to do 300 to the eighth, and he was. And he got that check because he meant that. And so, you know, but, but Top Fuel has really been, has taken back over the, the king of, of, of speed. You know, the kings of the sport, they're really taking that back. I mean, we're seeing 335. Doug Kalitta went 335 miles per hour in the final in Reading last weekend. And that leads me to another situation. Doug Kalitta, he's just come alive, folks. I mean, we're talking about a car that was taken off the trailer. This is the backup car. Um, we know Doug Kalitta has been running the, the, the canopy car most of the year. And uh, there was a situation in Reading where the tire exploded and almost took the wing out. And it really brought me back. And in to 2004 St. Louis uh where that same thing happened and you know it took Daryl Russell from us but just look at how much has been done since then you know I mean it, it was almost a carbon copy folks and I remember that because they played it so much after it happened especially since it happened in my home city it was on the news it was on you know national it was everywhere um because it's not often that a driver dies in, in the car, but it happened here. And so I've seen that crash a lot. And, I mean, Doug Kalitta's crash, it wasn't really a crash. I mean, he's one of the best to ever get behind the wheel of anything. He kept the car off the wall. He kept it right in the center of the groove in the shutdown area with three tires. And, you know, it, it, it almost looked similar to the Daryl Russell crash where, you know, the tire exploded and took out the wing. In the Daryl Russell incident, the struts that held the wing up fell and collapsed. That didn't happen this time. So, and, you know, also, Doug Kalitta was going like over 330 miles per hour. And that's crazy because it is 330 central time that as I say that. But, like, 
you know, it's so it's just really a testament to the 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 dedication to safety. I mean, when you got cars moving at at the rate that these cars move at, you if you don't have an emphasis on safety, you're wrong, you know, because these are people at the end of the day. These are people. We talk about the cars, we gawk over the cars and how cool they are, but these are people. They have lives, they have families. You know, there's somebody's son, daughter, cousin, uncle, aunt, whatever, you know. These are people. So we forget that sometimes, you know. I think we I think we forget that sometimes. Um I mean, I'm just going over the the things I was saying, but Doug Kalitta, like I was saying, I mean, he took this backup car off of the trailer and up until this past weekend, it had not run anything but 60s. It had not run anything but 60s. And, you know, AR said that over the over the loudspeaker and I had to look back and, you know, look at the things and he was right. You know, the thing has been running consistent 60s. You know, Alan Johnson, they've been saying how they finally got a handle on the tune-up and the gear. And for two years, you know, it's it's been rough, you know. Uh, and I'm sure they've had some interesting conversations <laughs> with Connie because Connie likes results. You know, he's the bounty hunter. You know, he's used to doing it. I mean, we we didn't do a U.S. US national show, but how about seeing the snake car out there going 330 miles per hour shooting header flames in 2003? 23 like how about that you know John Forrest and Ron Caps going head to head on Sunday at the US Nationals header fire shooting over the roof and John Forrest getting the win over his idol you know when it, it's amazing to see my idol idolize someone else you know one of my idols I should say you know uh I've looked up to John Forrest most of my life and you know just the perseverance and just the the will to keep going and to be the best to ever do it, you know? Uh, so that was cool. That That's odd. That's a side note, but that, I mean, that, that couples into what we're talking about and just, just the performance trends. Um, so let's talk about funny car and we'll come back to Doug Kalitta and his, and his crazy top fuel car right now, because that thing, you better watch out. Cause he's won the last two races on the countdown folks. He's the point leader. I tell you what, I have been wanting Doug Kalitta to win a championship since I was a kid. And I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to ask that question. But it looks really good right now. We know the the countdown is a long stretch. I mean, you think it's long, but it's not very long. You know, there's only six races. We're two in. St. Louis is the third race of the countdown. It's kind of like halftime, like uh, Tony Pedregon said on the, the, the TV show this weekend. We're really going to know who's going to separate themselves from the rest of the field when we see how people perform this weekend. I've looked a little bit at the weather. It could definitely change because it's St. Louis. Um, 83, low 80 highs. Um, You know, so that could be an interesting race day. Uh, They will have to pull them back a little bit. Uh, But we're going to still get those really good sessions where where we're going to see people throwing down. I mean, the Nitro Funny Car class, I'm just pulling up the... um, the qualifying sheet. Let me see. This was from Pep Boys NHRA National. So this is from Reading. Folks, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven cars in the three eighties. Uh John Forrest was number seven, three point 
8.938, 334.34 miles per hour. That was only good enough for seventh on the sheet. And we got people, you know, we got the Blake Alexanders. We got Alexis DeJoya. We got Cruz Pedregon. They're in the low eight. They're in the low 390s. But, you know, I think to really play this this fall, you got to be in the 80s. It, that's just what I'm seeing. Uh, the cars are running great. I mean, incredibly. Even You know the cars are running good when the drivers get out of the car. Cruz said this a couple weeks ago, like, the, everybody's running so good, you know? And that's not something that's been said in a, a number of years. <laughs> a, a number of years where there's just consistent, like, I mean, Bob Tasker got number one last weekend with 3.866 at 3.28. You're like, Shouldn't he be over 330? Well, this just depends on where he made that 386 at. I mean, a lot of times you're seeing the cars make up that ET in the first part of the run. Usually the back-end cars, you'll see them with the big speed because they're making up most of their elapsed time at the end of the race or after 660. You know, you still got to get it to 330. You got to get it to 660. And then after that, you know, you got to get it to the finish line. Uh, But... On Matt Hagen's run on Saturday, or no, it was Friday, AR said he ran it to 942 feet. That means he didn't run six, the last 60 foot of the course. Now, that's a blink of an eye, right, if you're moving at that speed. But he didn't run the car all the way to the finish line. He still ran 382. So, you got... <laughs> The, I mean, the cars are—they're running crazy right now. They're running crazy. Let me let's compare that to what we saw this week on the on the qualifier. We got three eighty-two four for Robert Height. Three eighty-two five. He just one thousand him like he did the previous race. Because we're going to talk about that one inch victory that Robert Height squeaked out in the second round last week. We're going to talk about it. Bob Tasker three eighty-three six. And then the next closest competitor is John Force, 386-4. We know that he loves he loves Z-Max on all things Bruton Smith. Uh, he's had a lot of success there, but he's three hundredths of a second away from the closest car, and that's Bob Tasca, right? I mean, everybody's over 330. 330. For Robert Height, 333. For Matt Hagen, 331. For Bob Tasker. I'm just looking at the sheet, not specific runs, folks. Uh, John Forrest, 329 for his 386. We got another 386 for ran by the Napa gear wrench car of Ron Caps. So he's three thousandths of a second off of Forrest if we're looking at the sheet here. 387, Chad Green, 387, 6. For Tim Wilkerson. Uh, so you see those cars run pretty easily. They're pseudo team cars. Uh, you know, Tim's kid tunes Chad's car. Like, and it, I mean, and he's that, that car is, that was actually on one of my, uh, one of my topics that I wanted to cover is that look at the performance of that Chad Green car. Like, it's, it's always been there. I mean, look at how many, um, too fast, too tasty wins he got. You only get in that race by getting to the semifinals, folks. So it's like, you know, the car has, can go rounds, you know. Uh, let me see. 3.901 was Paul Lee, and he sat on the pole for a little while. He ended up ninth. He ended up ninth when we started the cars on Sunday morning. My word, 
389 to 330 for JR Todd was eight. Was eight. It's wild. Three three ninety three seven for uh, Cruz Pedragon was ten. Like so, it it just tells you, you know, just where the performance is right now. You know, um, let me see. This is kind of all over the place, but hey, we're getting content. You know how it is here. <laughs> uh, Robert Height is still in the number one, uh, one number one seed in the points. He's over Tasca by three. Tasca ended up winning the race yesterday. Uh, but Robert Hyde is still in the lead, 25 points. Hey, folks, that five of those points, I mean, he can be under a round by the time they start the car Sunday morning. He could be under a round if we're talking about uh, the the qualifying points. You get three points for being quick of the session. You don't think they're thinking about this? They are. They they for sure are. Top fuel guys as well, guys and girls. You know, they're thinking about it because you're talking about points that could make or break you. Um, so I'm just looking at the top three in the points right now. We'll we'll dive more into it. Uh, Ron Cash is 69 back. He's tied with Matt Hagen, who is also 69 back. And that Matt Hagen car, I tell you what, has come alive. I mean, that... <laughs> You know, that 382 really let the rest of the field know, like, oh, okay. And Z-Max is such a fabulous surface. Like, it's it's just an incredible surface. We see some of the best qualifying sessions of the season. I mean, just not even qualifying, just runs in general going down that racetrack. So, it, it's one of those things. But the point is, you got more than two cars in the 80s. We got, like, some points players in Funny Car. Yeah, for sure. But... Look at how close it is. That that leads me into the next thing that we're going to talk about. This Robert Height versus Matt Hagen in the second round last weekend uh, in Reading. Like, and I'm not kidding you folks, by an inch. By an inch. So I said, you know what? I need to tear this apart. Also, Matt Hagen at the finish line, 335.48 miles per hour. 335, and he loses this we're talking about one ten thousandth of a second. We're not talking about thousands. We're talking about one ten thousandth of a second, folks. Let's look at. It. I, I just want to look at the incrementals here. We got one eight sixty one to an eight seventy. Matt Hagen was eight seventy. Robert Height was eight sixty. Eight sixty one. Two twenty one four. The the number I say first will be Robert Height because I'm reading left to right. Two twenty one four for Robert Height at three thirty. 222, no, 2.228 for Matt Hagen. 311.5 for Robert Height. 3.133 for Matt Hagen. So they were pretty locked down there. 385.2 for Robert Height beats a 385.9. We're talking about seven thousandths of a second over 327 miles per hour because Robert Height was not in the 330s. 327. He ended up winning the race. But like, you know, th- you, you, this this is this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> this is insane. It's crazy. And then uh he ended up beating Chad Greed in the final. 385 4, 330.39 miles per hour over Chad Green's 392.8327. So not not bad at all, you know. It's just, you know, not bad at all. But so 
you can run a 380, 392, 392 right now, and you could get beat. I mean, we're talking about cars. Cars are running a whole tenth faster than that, you know? So, like, it, it's crazy. It's crazy right now, a Nitro Funny Car. And it's still anybody's race. I mean, well, not really. Not really. We've kind of separated a little bit uh, now that the races have got going. But, you know, and, you know, Chad, uh, let me see. Chad Green is number five. Alexis DeJoy is number six. Tim Wilkerson is number seven. J.R. Todd is number eight. John Force is number nine. And Alex Laughlin is number 10. Cruz Pedregon is in the 11th spot because they took 11 for uh, for this year in the countdown. This is also after Charlotte, folks. This is points after Charlotte, uh, just so we know. Uh, there was a lot of upsets yesterday in Nitro Funny Car. John Forrest went out. You know, uh, Alex Laughlin ended up beating John Forrest. Uh, we got Dave Richards who ended up winning his race. So there were a lot of upsets. I mean, you, you talk about a lot of the top players were taken out. Like that famous podcast episode I made a couple years ago. Down goes Hagen. Down goes this person. Down goes this person. You know, it, it, it's crazy out there. It is crazy out there. Um, but it was a lot hotter on Sunday. And uh, these cars don't like to be slowed down. They like to do what they do, and that's go fast. So you almost hurt yourself by slowing them down. Now, I'm, now this is easy for me to say, right? I'm, I'm on the sidelines watching. But, like, you change one thing and it affects something else and you got to change that. And I mean, it's so many things. It Clutch flows and the, the clutch weight, the primary weight, you know, it's all this stuff that they have to be cognizant of. It's easy for us to say, oh, they smoke the tires. You know, it's easy. It's easy for us to say. We're not turning the wrenches. Um, but let's transition into Top Fuel. Uh, I don't think I left out anything in Funny Car. And if I did, I'll just say it next week. Because you know what? I can do that because I got the microphone. Let's talk about Top Fuel, though. We were talking about uh, Kalita's backup car and how he's he's won now eight straight elimination rounds. Eight. Okay. And last weekend when he beat, uh, let me see, give me a second, one second. I got it all here. You know how I do. He beat Steve-O last weekend. Steve Torrance side-by-side 360s, but Kalita runs a 366-2, 336. I'm sorry, I said 335. 336 over uh, Steve Torrance's 3.695, 332 miles per hour. Kalita left first and he got there first like it that you know that was his 50th career Wally he got his 51st yesterday over Mike Salinas let's look at that one too give me a second give me a second here we are Mike Salinas 371 8 328 is not going to get it done next to Kalita's 369 6 333.49 Miles per hour. I tell you what, every round of the race day, Doug Kalitta ran 333. That's consistency. And that's crazy consistency because that car is going over 330 miles per hour. And he's in the 60s or he's in the low 70s. Like, you better watch out. You better watch out. And he's he does well at St. Louis. So that's a race that he's won a lot at over the years. 
you know, so he likes this racetrack. So let's talk about the other players in the field. We got Tony Schumacher, who's got a car, guys. He's got a car, and it's very good that he has a car because when Tony Schumacher has a good car, he can win the race. Like, I mean, the driver is not going to be who loses the race <laughs> if Tony Schumacher has a good car, you know? So he's the winningest top fuel driver in history. So you give him a good car, he's going to be able to pre- perform. Uh, Leah Pruitt was going some rounds yesterday. Um, Antron Brown, you got to you, you talk about the folks that really can do some damage this weekend Let's look at the points, actually, because that that tells the story. That tells the story. You know, who who has a chance? I mean, we got Steve Torrance is 63 back from Doug Kalitta. 63. Justin Ashley is 68 back from Doug Kalitta. He's in third. Leah Pruitt is 76 back in fourth. Antron Brown is 92 back in fifth. Brittany Forrest is 106 back. She lost a... um, pedal fest with her teammate yesterday and you know hey it's not over you can you can we know that it's possible to win the championship without actually even winning a, a countdown race we we've seen it so is is Brittany out of it mm, I wouldn't say so uh I she wasn't this far back last year but I mean she's still within a, a race to do it I mean so Tony Schumacher's in 10th, 195 back. Uh, Sean Langdon's 183 back in 9th. Austin Proc is 154 back in 8th. Mike Salinas, 119 back in 7th. So we're talking about all of these folks are pretty much within a race. You know, if now there's some things that have to go correct, meaning like somebody has to lose. Somebody above you has to lose so you can make up that ground, you know. Uh, it doesn't really matter if you go all the way to the final if the number one <laughs> number one person in the points goes to the final two. You know, you, you didn't make up that much ground, you know. So, but you might be second now, you know. So, it, it's just one of those things. Uh, like, all of those cars that I just mentioned can win a race. All of them can want, run in the 60s. All of them can. So, it's like one of those things where... Well, up until last weekend, Tony Schumacher got a 69, and they've been really hunting for that 60. And they got it because he ran 3.700 on Friday night, which was a stout run. Uh, but they got it in the 60s the previous night because there was a rain delay. It was, you know, header fire, header fire. One thing you're going to know you're going to get in, uh, at the Z-Max is header fire, folks. You're going to get it. Uh, so that who are we watching this weekend? Let's see. Uh, well, it would be it would be crazy not to say Doug Kalitta. He's won the last two races on tour, folks. So, and that car is just out of control. I can't wait to see it in person. Uh, they said <laughs> they've been saying anybody want to buy a canopy car? I'll buy it from you. Yeah, I'll buy it if you if it's reasonable. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But seriously, the the like the car is is going crazy right now. Um, Steve Torrance, you can never count him out. You know, Justin Ashley, he's been running the table all year. Leah Pruitt, looks like her car is starting to come alive, so I would never count that car out. Antron Brown, he's, that. I mean, the performance of the car. You know, 
it's there. It's right there. We're talking about 66. Antron Brown ran a 66 or, or a 65 because Salinas qualified first with a 64. But we're talking about, like, these, these they're, they're not playing right now. They're not playing right now. So give the conditions. They're going to get it. You know who really hasn't produced in the conditions like we expected? Brittany Force. You know, we expect that car to be on top most of the time when the clouds are, are covering the sun or there's a dark sky. We expect that that car is just going to go to the top. But there's some other cars that can do it now. And honestly, it's good for the sport. You know, you don't want to see just one car, you know, gapping everybody. But, you know, it's fun for the car gapping people, but it's not fun for everybody else, you know. Uh, so that that's good. It's better for the sport, you know, where you really got to earn it, you know. Uh, Mike Salinas, we know what that car can do. He just went 300 to the eighth, you know, so they want to make a run at it. Really, anybody can get this championship. Austin Prop, his car has been performing well. He's been going rounds. Sean Langdon, that car has been running really well. And Tony Schumacher, you can never count out that SCAG car because Tony Schumacher, the winningest top fuel driver in history, is driving it. You can never count him out. Let's talk about Funny Car before we wrap up here, folks. We got Robert Height. You can never count out Robert Height at the AAA race. I mean, well, it used to be AAA. I don't know if it's AAA this this year. But anywho, this is the hometown of AAA. has has a uh, a corporate office here, so he's gonna have that that cool looking uh, paint scheme with the AAA on it. Regardless, I really am liking that black car. Like he had a explosion, catastrophic explosion, um, explosion, a valve train failure. Uh, during qualifying, so they had to debut the car they were going to debut at Vegas a little early. And I tell you what, it looks pretty good. It looks really good. That black blacked out Cornwell Tools Nitro Funny Car Camaro SS of John Force Racing for Robert Hype. Bob Tasker. I mean, look at that car, folks. I mean, what what else can we say? What else can we say? The car he won yesterday, but more more significant than that is he's running with the big boys and girls on Friday and Saturday night. He's running the numbers, the 87s. You know, run 389. I'm not going to say oh that's just that's just the tip into the 80s, you know, or or that's the same thing I would say about the 69. It's just dipping into the 60s. But it is a 60, it is a 80. So you can't you can't count them out. But you know, 80 89 is not an 82. You know, so it's just how you run in a car, you know, and I and I don't know what that is. I don't know what that's like. I have some friends in the biz and I'm going to ask them about it. What's the difference between running an 80 and an 82, you know, with stand up headers in Nitro Funny Car? Anywho, Ron Caps, the two time, the reigning world champion in Nitro Funny Car. You can never count him out. You can never count him out. Uh, look for that car to do big things this weekend. Matt Hagen. I mean, what? You know, Dickie Venables, the the rest of the gang, like he ran the first 82 of the season. He ran that car. You know, he ran that. So and then height, you know, took it by Mr. By that much. You know, he took it by one thousandth of a second, which is really less big time stuff, folks. Big, big show stuff. Chad Green. I mean, he can he can go right with them, you know. And then if you say Chad Green, you got to say Tim Wilkerson because, again, they're pseudo teammates. And usually you see them running the same things during the session. They share notes sometimes, except they're racing with each other. You know, you know how it goes. 
Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll share some data with you unless we're racing, unless we're in the other lane. Then, you know, you 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 figure it out because <laughs> I don't want to, you know, beat myself by telling you the answer to the test. Uh, John Forrest, how about them 86s? Love seeing that Pete Carr running 86s. Uh, but if he wants it, he's got to he's got to do something this weekend. You know, uh, Alex Laughlin, he's in the top 10 as well. Cruz Petricon. Cruz runs really well at St. Louis. He just does. Um, so look for him this weekend to make some good runs. Um, I would say they're probably going to – I think they're trying to get a, a handle on it. They've been struggling a little bit, and it's no question that Matt Hagen was struggling up until recently. So, you know, and I'm not telling you anything they wouldn't. But, like, this is the time. This is the time of year to, like, get your stuff in order. J.R. Ty, the DHL – Toyota Super, you gotta you gotta think about it. Like that car can always win. Now, when it's cool out, he tends to to fall to you know out of the top five when it concerns ETs and stuff. But I mean, the car can always win. The driver is incredible. He's gonna get off the line first nine out of ten times, right? So you gotta you gotta factor that in. The performance, it's gonna be there. You know, again, it's easy for me to say. Because I'm watching, right? I'm just watching. I'm just talking about it on a microphone, you know? But at the same time, you know, it's anybody's race. It's anybody's race this weekend. Um, Like I said, it's not going to be as cool as it's been in years past. It's not going to be as cool as it's been the last couple weeks. Uh, But I'm very, very excited to feel these cars going down the racetrack and, you know, just to 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 rumble this city uh the nhra is got a good show going uh i'll say that when it concerns the the cars themselves the cars and the drivers uh and that's really all i can speak on but um we're doing we're, we're doing good things <laughs> you know st louis sells out it's going to sell out so if you're going to st louis you better get your tickets right now uh because it's going to sell out for sure so I've reached the end of my time because I only allowed myself a certain amount of time because I'm going to make these short. I already said it. Uh, it's good to be on the mic again. It feels good. You know, I had to get some stuff in order and, you know, I had to really sit with myself about the feelings I had uh, regarding the podcast. So now that I have, you know, made peace with that, uh, it's good back. It's good to be back on the microphone speaking to y'all. I hope you didn't think I abandoned you. Uh, you know, I didn't mean to, to cause those feelings, but sometimes we got to look out for ourselves. Sometimes we don't do that as a society enough. We got to look out for us first, or we can't do anything for anybody else. So with that being said, I'm going to hop off of here. I think there was a great, uh, great race this past weekend. It was a great race the week before it was a great race. The day, uh, the week before, or a couple weeks before that, the U.S. Nationals in Indy. I mean, it's just been good drag racing all season. Uh, and we're in the countdown, the best time of year for me. Uh, the performance is present, and so it's going to be on display, full display in the shadow of the St. Louis Arch, the gateway to the West in Madison, Illinois at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Um, it's going to be serious and I'm excited to look at it. I'm excited to uh, experience it and uh, we'll be able to we'll hear. We'll be here. Easy for me to say. We'll be here to talk about it next week. Peace.